0: Welcome to the Operate Intelligently podcast. This is Tony Butler, and I'm joined by our host, Bob Papadu-Bittner. Bob, how are you today? Tony,
1: it's great. I'm, I'm doing great. It's uh, a new year. Uh huh. It's cold outside. It's extremely cold. We got white snow on the ground here in North Carolina. It is nuts. And the coast got more than we did in the central part of the state. I know. I mean, uh, it's crazy. And uh, snowing all up and down the coast and up in, in the Boston area, they're really... Uh, hitting it big time up there
0: well i know uh down in florida it was a shock and i know quite a few folks who were there who uh, were not prepared for such weather
1: <laughs> so I, I i'm not going to use this as a trivia question today but i just heard this uh <laughs> which i thought was kind of interesting the geckos are falling out of the trees down there oh wow and they said that a gecko will freeze at 45 degrees and uh, for if they are in 45 degrees for more than two days They'll die, And they're actually falling out of the trees down there. So I just oh, thought that no. was, was interesting. So even some of the little creatures we uh, don't often think about, but often enjoy when we're at places like that uh, are being affected by this cold weather.
0: Yeah, I got to tell you, I never would have thought about that. But that's a shame to hear.
1: So, Tony, you know, we're in a new year. Uh, it's uh, 2018. And we wrapped up uh, 2017 strong. We had uh, some great podcasts last year, some great guests really excited to to come back and hit 2018 strong. Every uh, year when you get around this time of the year we all kind of reflect uh, what what we did good last year and what we're going to do next year. And uh, so just wanted to talk a little bit about maybe what we're going to do next year. Yeah. Uh, not necessarily from uh, from the podcast standpoint but as individuals. What our listeners? I know that uh, many of them are looking at resolutions. I kind of shy away from that new year's resolution uh term i did goals yeah i uh i wrote out my goals this year and i had uh uh, four different categories and i put uh about three or four different things under each one of those categories and i think if i call them goals if i don't do them all the first week You know, I don't feel like a failure. Right. I, I've kind of given my myself the year to lose the thirty pounds I need to lose. I don't have to do it in the first six days. That wasn't uh, your goal days. last year, though, was it? Bob? No, it was okay, not. Okay, it was good. not. Um, what are you saying? I'd really yeah, just, like you didn't I'm, lose it. Is that what you're saying? It was just a question. Oh, okay. <laughs> but you know, we we set our own uh, set our own goals. But I wanted to talk a little bit today about you know the people that we talk to
0: yeah uh, and listen to us every day. Uh, we know that they set goals too, right? That's right. Yeah, and goals for me is it's a constantly iterative process. To your point, it's not just New Year's resolutions, but throughout the year, every week, every month, I have new goals that I'm setting to try to take us to that next level, that next step. And I, and I hope, and I think, I know I talk to clients who are doing the same thing. You know, and I think we uh, we talk about
1: about that, and we we sometimes get discouraged because we make such a big thing about it about the beginning of the year, and we feel like we have to have this really robust. Resolution that we're going to have, and then we get discouraged. Maybe we've made it too big. Yeah, it's too much. And uh, I'm going to lose 30 pounds in the next six months or the next six weeks or the next six days. And we say, when we step back and look at it, why in the world did I ever commit to that?
0: Yeah. And so we get discouraged, right? I feel like it almost guarantees failure Yeah, when you put such a big goal out there and uh, you don't break it down into smaller goals and things that are realistic or that actually feel achievable.
1: So, you know, I, I thought we would talk a little bit today uh, there's probably none of us that say, I'd like to do something a little differently. I'd like to have a little better outcome right. uh, next year than I did last year. That This was really kind of a pain point for me last year. And if I'd only done this, it would have made it a lot easier. Right. You know, one of the things uh, a lot of our uh, clients are going to get ready real soon, and maybe some of them are already in this process, is the budget process mm-hmm. for their next year budget. And I know a lot of times when I was putting together my budget... When I was with the school system, it was like, boy, if I just had that piece of information or if I just had that piece of, of data, it would make it so much easier for me. And I'd think, boy, if I had just disciplined myself enough to do this. right, uh, And maybe it was just something very small that I would have made a change, would have made a big difference in the end. And I think uh, a lot of times if we look at doing small things one after another, and not looking at, like, you know, they talk about eating an elephant, right? you know, one bite at a time. One bite at a time. That uh, you don't have to look at the whole thing. And, and you can kind of move along a path and understand some things that would say, hey, if I did these one or two or three things and made a change in my
0: organization, they would really pay off. Yeah, I know a lot of times uh, in our in our own organization here, of course we always have a big lofty goal that we want to achieve, say in a in a year's time, but what we have to do is back into that goal and understand what we have to do daily and what are our daily goals or our weekly goals to actually hit that because otherwise it becomes something that to your point, it's almost like trying to eat the whole elephant at one time and it feels unachievable, it feels like we'll never do it. And oftentimes if you don't take that approach, you end up not even trying. Yeah.
1: And, you know, you, you can say, well, I'm going to hire 10 more people. Well, if you hadn't gotten budget approved for 10 more people, yeah. if you hadn't, you, you, there's no chance of you getting a budget for 10 more people, you're probably not, that goal's probably unrealistic, right? <laughs> right. And uh, so we just encourage our listeners to, to just take some time and reflect. Uh, you know, I think that uh, we we interviewed our new CEO the other day, and he, he had a post on LinkedIn the other day about that uh, the week between Christmas and New Year's was his favorite time of the year because it allowed him to reflect back over what he had done Uh and set some goals for the next year and to boil those down. And it it inspired me this year to kind of just write those out Mm -hmm. and and start walking that journey. And I think, you know, it is a journey. And we don't become, or we shouldn't become defeated if we miss a day on something. Right. Uh, a lot of times we'll just say, well, I missed a day, there goes the resolution, just to heck with it, right?
0: Yeah, definitely not. Uh, that one day, get it behind you, put your head down to do the work the next day. Keep right and on going. Don't stop.
1: You know, we, had, we, talk, we talk about budget, we talk about telling our story, we talk about a lot of things here in the podcast, and people will say, you know, it just seems so, it seems so big, I want to get my equipment in, in my database. Uh, For to be able to write work orders against it. Or I want to have better accounting practices in my work order system. I want to get better dollars in there. And don't be discouraged if, if you don't get it all done the first 30 days. Work at it. Work a small plan. Start building on it
0: and build and build and build. Well, I think you just said something, too. You said trying to get it all in 30 days. I think maybe even managing that expectation of what can we actually get done. Right, that that's the first step too. Because if we have the wrong expectation of how much we can actually do, then that's almost uh, we're almost defeating ourselves right there uh, out of the gate.
1: You know, there's uh, there's the acronym uh, SMART goals, mm-hmm. and uh, I believe that's uh, specific, mm-hmm. measurable, attainable, realistic, and timely. And if we kind of use that acronym uh, on setting our goals, then maybe we'll be we will be a little bit more realistic of what we can and can't do. Uh, If I were to say right now, I'm going to uh, head to Georgia in uh, the beginning of of March and I'm going to hike to uh, uh, the Appalachian Trail, all 2,200 and some miles of it, uh, (laughs) without being prepared at all, that's probably a pretty unrealistic goal. Probably unrealistic, but you might lose those 30 pounds. I might lose those. <laughs> I would probably lose those 30 pounds. They they tell the story about uh, the what the interesting uh, things are found on the first, like, 25 miles of the Appalachian Trail that everybody starts off with carrying all this stuff, and they start just shedding it off as they start walking, you know, and they they find all kinds of stuff on it. But, uh, you know, just encourage our folks to, you know, look at it realistic, Really try to get uh, realistic about what you want to do. Understand what it is. And then I think writing it down is important. It is important. I would agree. And um, and also uh, um, encourage to share those with others. Because a lot of times our goals are dependent on somebody else. Mm-hmm. Right? So if I say to my wife, I'm going to lose 30 pounds and I need your help to lose those 30 pounds... And I don't expect you to be baking a blueberry pie and an apple pie and cookies. My wife loves to bake. And I come home from work, and here's all these baked goods out here. Right. That's kind of defeating my purpose of losing weight, right? Yeah. So I think if we share what we want to do with others, and in our in our area of, of uh, setting our goals, one of the things that I did this year is... I added to the goal why I was doing it, the reason why. And I think a lot of times when we understand and share that reason why I'm doing it, it's not just losing 30 pounds. That's a goal. That's measurable. Um, and, and to me, it, it is attainable. But why do I want to do that? You know, that's that's really the, the driving factor behind all of these things is what's really motivating motivating me to do this. And so with our listeners, if there's things that you want to do within your organization, that you're setting some personal goals on it, share it with others about what it is and why, and solicit other people's help in doing that.
0: Yeah, I know. Uh, this past year, I had set for myself a weight goal, and I had told some other folks, and they helped keep me accountable. Um, and and really, that was the power of telling other folks, is because. They would ask me how I'm doing. They would talk to me about it. Um, You know, I even had some consequences if I failed. So that also helped keep me in line. But to your point, something I think uh, I absolutely agree with you, Bob, the why, uh, writing that down and referring to that is so powerful. Um, I know that I have been in positions before, situations where I had certain goals, and there was a point during the day in which I had to make a choice, and it was Maybe it's eat a bag of chips. This is what I went through recently, right? But understanding, like, if I eat those chips, what's the trade-off? And thinking about, really, the outcome that I want, which is a long, healthy life with my kids, yep. right, which has impacted my body And that's weight, the why, right? right? That's the why. So if if I look at it as this is what I'm trading off by eating this bag of chips today, you know, it changes my perspective. And actually, I, I felt empowered to make the right decision. Mm-hmm. Right.
1: And that, that really is, is very... Empowering to the person, and it it does. One of the things that it does require, though, is a mountain of trust. Yeah. When I trust somebody with what I want to try to get done this next year, I'm really putting kind of asking them, "Will you help me and not be critical of me? Don't be critical of me if I if I fail in some area. Pick me up and help carry me along. And so I think that's one of the things that we I can encourage our listeners is when you ask somebody or if you're asked and if you volunteer to say hey i'll 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 help you be accountable do it in a way that is constructive and not negative to the person well i see you missed that goal this year you know you didn't lose those 30 pounds did you and uh, you know that's that's not constructive so when you when you share that with people and you trust them with what you're trying to accomplish and they understand why then we have a responsibility if those things are shared with us to you know, treat them in the respect that they're kind of due as friends
0: and as colleagues would, would be to do that. Absolutely. That trust goes a long way. Yeah. I agree with you, Bob.
1: And, and in doing that, then it brings all of those things together that make you become more successful.
0: Are you looking for a way to get inspired about your work as a facility or operations professional? Join us at our annual maintenance and operations conference, Dude University in San Diego, March 18th through the 21st. You'll be able to attend educational sessions about your day-to-day work, meet professionals from across the country who work in your and other industries, and enjoy the sunny 70-degree days in San Diego. Learn more and register online at university2018.com.
1: Taking some of the small things, and we're not saying what those small things should be here today. Uh, there's just a number of things that you know in your own organization, and all your goals should not be s- centered around yourself personally. That's one aspect of it, but a professional, mm-hmm. uh, some professional goals in there of what you're going to do. Maybe there is a certification that you want to get. Maybe there's uh, maybe there's some things that you want to do for your people that work for you. Uh, Maybe there's some opportunities for some raises and it knows, you know that you're going to have to put some effort into doing this and bringing some people alongside of you to help you with doing that. I think is just so important. And as opposed to either just thinking them through in my head, when I just think them through that, there's no real, commitment from me, because my memory's weak, right? Yeah. <laughs> and uh, particularly if I don't do them, then did, did i did I have that one on my list last year? But if I write them down, if I make the list small enough that I really are, am focusing on the key important ones, right? really focus on the important ones, and then say, why am I doing this? And then if we say, hey, Tony, I'm sharing these with you. Not to show you how good I am or what my list is, but, Tony, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to solicit your help to make me accountable for this. Ask me from time to time, how are you doing on that list, Bob? How are you doing on this specific item? Is there anything you need from me to be able to accomplish that?
0: Yeah, you touched on a few things there, too, Bob. The balance of personal goals um, and goals that we have at work and with our teams I think is hugely important, um, You know, and how you do anything is how you do everything. And so I think how I approach my personal goals is also how I approach the goals for uh, the folks that I work with regularly. The other thing, too, I think you highlighted on was, you know, keeping that list short. I know a lot of folks try to make a lot of changes at one time. And if you do too much at one time, again, you get overwhelmed. I know when I I went through uh, last year, one of my goals was to lose weight. Uh, But how I started doing that, I went to the gym, but I didn't work out. I know that sounds silly. They had a a sauna. And what I would do is I just got into the habit of getting up and going to the gym. And I didn't work out. And I didn't put any pressure on myself for doing that, nor did I get upset with myself for not doing it. But after after about a month and a half of doing that, I'd gotten into the habit of waking up, going to the gym. And so then I started actually just walking on the treadmill. And I would walk on the treadmill for 10 minutes. And those were small things that I didn't. And now I've gotten to the point where... I go to the gym, I sprint on the treadmill, I'm lifting weights, and actually that took me, that's a year, over a year of of small changes that I've built on. So again, I say that story, uh, number one, I'm proud of it, but number two, I think it emphasizes the fact that you can't try to do too much at one time. Small changes, prioritize what's important to you and focus on those those small changes for big wins uh, in the long term.
1: Sometimes when you go, when you say, I'm gonna start going to the gym, you think you gotta go in and start pressing, you know, uh, 200 pounds, uh, you know, do 50 reps of that, you know. Not true. It it ain't happening, right? No, (laughs) it it ain't happening.
0: (laughs) uh, I'd end up hurting myself. (laughs) Yeah. So
1: we just wanted just to help remind you that not to be discouraged about setting goals, but to encourage you to do it and do it in a way that in six months and next year when we're back talking with you, you say, you know, I took Bob and Tony's advice and I wrote some things down and I wasn't perfect, but boy, I sure did a lot more than if I hadn't have done that. Yeah. And uh, you don't have to get to 100% or
0: 115%. Absolutely. It's baby steps. It's whether you're crawling, taking steps, running. As long as you're moving forward in the right direction, uh, you're going to get to that goal.
1: Well, folks, we, uh, we want to just wish you a great 2018. We want you to be successful in what you do. We know every day you're going to get bombarded with things that distract you. From, from those goals, that's why it's good to write them down, to so keep them in front of you, make them small so you don't feel like you're overwhelmed, uh, let people know what they are, solicit help, and, uh, and good luck with that. And uh, we hope this year that uh, through our content and through this program that uh, you will be inspired to, to keep uh, uh, up with those goals and that we will give you some resources and some content that will uh, make you better at what you do
0: yeah be encouraged stay disciplined i know we believe in you we believe that you have the ability to to change and improve good
1: well folks thanks so much for joining us and uh we just uh wish you a great 2018 and we look forward to joining you next time thank you for listening to the operate intelligently podcast Subscribe to us wherever you get your podcasts, leave us a review, and you can even email us at dspodcast at dudesolutions.com.